All right, so we have Zakia and Aaron, and you guys are from. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, we're the hosts, co hosts of a show called Easy Talk, where we explore dating that's fun, focused, and much, much less complicated. complicated. Oh, shit! <laughs> They had some prepared shit yes. for us. Did you hold on, hold on. It's on the Dating Pope that's report. Uncomplicated? You yes. guys have that shit down? You figured that out? Well, we we're, we're, we're working on okay. it. Right. We're exploring it, right. and we invite people to join us. Okay. We're on YouTube on a channel called Pulp Report. All right. And I'm Erin Thompson. I'm also the founder of an organization called the S Word Project that's about creating a safe space for teens to talk about sex and relationships. Okay. Oh, nice. 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 Yeah. I'm just a kid. It's really yeah. <laughs> There's a whole lot to me, but I don't I don't need to give it all. That's right. enough. That's, I'm just a kid. That that's it? After Aaron just gave us the whole rundown, you well, were just gonna give us a kid. And all of that. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm simple. Well what's your background? I mean, tell us a little bit about you. Oh background. gosh. Um like professionally. So yes. I'm an attorney, uh, oh. by trade. Oh nice. Uh, See, yeah. why didn't you leave with that? I mean, <laughs> if I was an attorney, I'd, I'd be telling motherfuckers like, hey, I'm an attorney. That'd by be the trade. first thing. Although you don't need to know my name. I'm an attorney. That's because right? J D. <laughs> All right, Esquire. Okay, that's my name. That's because you're you. Yeah. I'm also um, an actress. I'm just getting started in that field. So, um, yeah. All right. There we go. Well, thank you, ladies, for uh, joining us today. We appreciate you taking the time to come on the show and, you know, have some spirited discussions with us today. Thank you. So right. excited. Right. Speaking of spirited discussions, um, <laughs> I know you guys probably heard the news already. There's a big spirited discussion going on between President Trump and Amarosa. She's mm. got a bunch of tapes about him saying this and him saying that. And the thing that uh, you know everybody's kind of talking about right now is him calling a black woman a dog. Uh, I guess one of his quotes was, you know, she's a low-down, dirty dog or something like that. Yeah, I personally would have said something different. but How did they get to this point? I thought they were cool. Well, he she she got fired from... I thought she left. She resigned on her own accord, I thought. Fired, left, whatever. Something okay. happened. She was asked to leave or she had to leave or she just left, whatever it is, uh, back in March. <laughs> now she's writing a book. Right. And, you know, she got to get that money for this book. Right. So she got over 200 tapes is what they're saying. And, uh, you know, she's leaking tapes every day with Trump. Well, she was secretly people. taping people yeah. that she was having conversations with yeah. in the White House. But, I mean, I want to talk about since you guys, uh, you guys are African-American women. Um, I want to know guys, how you guys feel about the president calling a black woman a dog. Well, you can't lump us all together, you know. First of all. We're not. Sometimes you, you know. You might deserve to be called that, depending mm -hmm. on who you hanging with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That would even go there to call you that, and then your behavior. So I don't really know. I can't really like stick my neck out for her as a black woman because right. I know a lot of black women, and some of them are. There's in every culture and every race. There's assholes and there's great people, mm -hmm. yeah. and she's proven to be an asshole a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. she Quite got frankly. a nice little track record. So yeah, and she's an opportunist. So <laughs> I don't know that I would. First of all, I don't identify with her on many levels. Um, so just the fact that she's a black woman like me, I, I don't identify with her. So mm -hmm. like you just said, <laughs> there's dogs in every culture. So the fact that she happens to be a black woman doesn't offend me personally. I mean, mm -hmm. were you acting like a dog? 
well then that's what you were called. Right. So people, but people are saying like, oh, he's a racist, and this is a racist term. This well, is we already new. know that. Right. <laughs> of so, course so, we know. So you think that you think that him calling her a dog is a racist? Is is him being racist? I'm I think not he's sure. Just a jerk. Anything he does Period. is not racist. I think everything he does is racist. So any, and chauvinist. Any, anything and, he does is racist, huh? Even though he's yeah. called other people dogs as well, he's called men dogs. He's called other women dogs. He is a racist. I mean, I don't. I don't think that's up for debate. Okay. So I, I, would, I think I, would. I don't know in this particular situation whether it was racist because you know they were friends mm-hmm. or right. they they've been colleagues and they've worked together. And I think in order to get to that point, sometimes you have to like you know go beyond race or beyond skin color. So I think that mm-hmm. he was just really irritated by her. Right. And mm-hmm. then that was his natural response. It was like you low down, low down, dirty dog. And I know I can't say the b word. You know what I'm you saying? You can say the big word. Shit, I can say the Well, I'm saying maybe Trump wanted to call her a bitch. And oh, yeah. Couldn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. I mean, <laughs> did you want to add something to that, I, I, Not too much. I mean, I, I, I like your take because um, you're right. You can't lump everyone into the same boat. Mm-hmm. And um, if somebody's acting like a snake, they're a snake. And you can't, you know, exactly. just defend that just because you want to uphold, you know, black tradition or the black women. Like she stood, she stepped out of that. You know, she's the one that took herself out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, in my, my opinion, I, I don't think it was racist because of how she did it, the way she's been a snake the whole her whole <coughs> career. And he probably should have recognized that. You know, don't, the thing I, I think is just bad judgment by bringing her in. But mm-hmm. you know, you bring in people who you trust and who you you know you think are are going to be on your side. Come to find out, she was a snake ass bitch. So, two hundred tapes. Come on now. Secret. When you secretly tape somebody, I think that's the the low. You know, you're getting low. Yeah, no, it was it was a bad mistake for Trump to you know bring her in, but but I understand the logic of why he would do it. She rocked with him the whole time when Mm -hmm. nobody thought that he was going to win. She rocked with him. She was behind him 100%. So Trump is the kind of dude that, and you can see it through his whole cabinet, everybody who rocked with him during the campaign, he brought into the cabinet. It wasn't like he was like, hey, you know what? You're not really equipped for this part of the game. Right, you brought so, clearly. Thank you yeah. for your services. Thank you for your service. Let me rock with the people who know how to do this right. shit. He didn't say that. But I can understand the logic of him saying, hey, these people, you know, fuck with me. They rock with me the whole time. So I'm going to surround myself with people who I feel like got my back. Mm. Unfortunately... That wasn't her. Well, watch she's out, a, Kanye. She's, You're next. She, yeah, she's a, she's a, in my opinion, she's a dog. She's lower than a dog. She's a goddamn snake. Uh, and I hope, you know, I hope she never gets a chance to work with anybody ever again. Oh, she will. But that's just me. That's just me. I don't, I don't fuck with people who are two-faced like Amarosa. And, and you know, if, if you weren't, if you weren't, if he wasn't so in the, you know, Inside the forest, he he would have been able to see this a mile away. Yeah, it it, it it was glaring. But like I said, I know people who ain't Trump, who fuck with people that everybody knows are snakes and dogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. and they and they are regular people, even even successful people that I've worked with at, in other companies. They do the shit, the same shit. Right. They bring a bunch of people who are who people can see a mile away, but. Yeah. Hey. They don't see it themselves. Yeah, they don't see it themselves. Shit. I mean, I kind of hate to make it sound like Trump is somehow a victim here. Like, I trusted her. I thought she'd have my back, and she stabbed me in the back. Like, this is Trump we're talking about. He's a snake his goddamn self. So, that's who you rock with, and, I mean, you get what you deserve. So no, what? That, nobody's, saying that he he, didn't, nobody's saying he didn't get what he deserved, but right. we are saying that 
she's a snake. <laughs> I know. I totally agree with that's, that. I just want to make it clear that Trump is not like some victim. I trusted her. She stabbed me in the back. Trump hired her because he wanted to have a black person on his team. Like that. That was all for show, in my humble opinion. So well, he's got a lot you got of what you team. got. He, I don't he's care. Got, he's got I quite hope a few. spills everything. Do it. She wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't the only black black person that he worked with. He's worked. He works with a lot of black. Not a lot of black people. He's worked with black people inside his his cabinetry. Um, of course, he loves black people, huh? Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying let's not say that Amarosa is the only black person who he works I with. I didn't say though. only, All but right? definitely, I think that was part of his this this whole appearance or facade. Token. It wasn't a oh, I trust been, her. She got my there back. Way, well uh, before he so, was running for president. Yeah. Yeah. When with the whole uh, with that show and all that good right. stuff, I get it. But we can't say but she I, was. A, right. I don't so say she, she, was she can't a be a token if she's been there if for been twenty there some odd years. Okay. Yeah. If she's yeah, okay. If she's rock with if she's rock with him the whole time, then. Yeah. I can't think say, if your friend was white and you rocked with her or him the whole time, <laughs> we can't say, oh, that's just the token white dude she's fucking with. No, you rock with the dude the whole time. Maybe it's been a token the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I got I got white friends. And if they roll, if I rock with them and I take them wherever I'm going, they're not talking to them. My friend. Are you Donald Trump, though? What does that have to do with it? He's a special kind of person. I don't think hey, he does things. So, so friendship as friends. So friendship. No, friendship is not <laughs> something that Donald Trump can even have with people, huh? All right. I would. I would say probably not. All right. I, I, I disagree with. I disagree. I disagree with that. I don't. I don't. I don't think Donald Trump's special in that way. Right. But well, Kay, what's, what, yeah, what do you think so, the heart so of this is? The, the heart of this really is when we look at Omarosa and and, and over this time we we've, we've seen her. You know, on The Apprentice, we've seen her kind of in the limelight. And she has the angry black woman signature. Like, she, it's all over her. Oh, Lord. And, right. And, <laughs> and so, you know, what we want to kind of look at is, is that something that's, that's really out there? And, and, and how should, you know, coming from black women, how should people really look at that? Like, how, if, you want, if you were to tell people, you know, about that stigma, how do you explain that? You want to go first? Uh, you can take this one first. Um, <laughs> well, my initial response would be, haven't you ever heard of the, the the stigma about angry black men? No. You've never heard that about angry black men? No. Okay. So I think that there's also a stigma about men being, black men being quote unquote angry also. And I don't think it's any different from us being quote unquote angry. We're black the same way that you are. We go to corporate America and deal with the same shit day in, day out that you do. But then we also have on top of that the fact that we're women. So that's like a double negative against us. So are we angry sometimes? Fuck yes. Do we are we not entitled to be angry just like any other person in the world, just like any other black person in the world? So it's like why are we all of a sudden I don't know, like I don't know. I I don't get this whole oh you can't don't Look, personally, I'm I'm in corporate America, and I am careful not to be the quote-unquote angry black mm-hmm. woman. Even when I'm pissed off, mm-hmm. I make sure that I conduct myself a certain way because I don't want to be, oh, the angry black woman. It's like we're throwing away the minute we get angry. It's right. a fucking emotion that everybody has, you so why can't we have you it? You seem a little angry over <laughs> <laughs> See? Exactly. Exactly. I can't be passionate about a topic and express Man. myself Woo. articulately without being called angry. That's yeah. bullshit. You sound a little angry over there. I don't <laughs> I think, know. I think we got a maybe, good, maybe oh. got a good <laughs> film of an angry black woman right here. Yeah. Yeah. I am not an angry black Aaron, woman. Aaron, you want to touch on I that? Really I think, I think <laughs> that you know we get 
kind of the short end of the stick sometimes because people just don't understand our culture. Mm -hmm. So it's like when, you know, you're black people have grown up like when back in the day like my dad's one of like 11 children so they talk loud mm -hmm. in order to be heard over each other because they had to mm -hmm. in order to be heard over each other so like i have to tell my white colleagues if they get a client that's black because we do not non-profit um stuff so sometimes we get black people that come in and they talk loud or mm -hmm. they seem aggressive mm -hmm. to them but not really it's just like to me that's just my uncle talking because right. he just talks loud because we've always had to raise our voice a lot louder to be heard mm -hmm. you know so for you to like interpret you know, a loud voice or stringing words together in a certain way. Like, we play the dozens. We talk about each other. We go for the jugular. That's right. black culture. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. So people mm -hmm. from the, on the outside looking in on that see it as aggression or we're mad or we have an attitude or mm -hmm. whatever. But for us, that's just how we express ourselves. Right. So I think that sometimes we, you know, we have to always explain ourselves mm -hmm. to in order for other people to get us and understand. And it's kind of tired. Are like, yeah, you mm -hmm. buying that shit? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I like <laughs> the, there's points. They're valid points. <laughs> but but I think we're getting and this is a tough time we have a lot of our shows is it we're got we've got some intelligent people here I can tell you got two intelligent young ladies and you're giving intelligent answers but you got to speak on like the unintelligent too like why why do we have to do like Amorosa's got probably some intelligence but she's an angry black bitch not not <laughs> black bitch like that but she's just an angry <laughs> Black woman, like and what? Okay, black bitch, like what? No, she's <laughs> a bitch because bitch. she's a straight bitch. <laughs> but she gets that 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 black woman title because of how she's acted, and and I think that's because I I think there's a difference between when you got intelligence and you got somebody like her, and how do we deal with how do we change the people like her? Not change her, but how do we get people to understand that that's outside of the the spectrum? She's not a part of like the real what black women would be, just in gen what women would be, what a human would be. Mm -hmm. Like, when you start doing stuff like that, you take yourself out of that. But how do, how do we get everyone to understand that is, is, is kind of my, my point of view. Is Stop lumping us together, yeah. first of all. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with any of the shit that you guys just <laughs> said. All right? Of course A, A uh, I get the dozens. People play the dozens. I, I've heard people talk shit about each other, and, and it didn't get into an angry point where people started feeling like there was animosity. Sometimes it does. Right. Sometimes it does get to an angry point, and people start fighting and all kind of mm -hmm. shit I've seen happen. But when we talk about angry black women, we talk about kind of like what Zakia said, where people get so passionate that they don't know how to control their emotions. And then that shit spills over into anger because you feel frustrated. You feel like you like people don't understand you, that <clears throat> that people aren't listening to you, that uh, for whatever reason, the word entitlement comes to mind when I think of angry black women. And when I say entitled, entitlement, it's that they feel like they don't have to keep communicating in a way to get people to understand them. They feel like it is someone else's responsibility to understand them. They seek to be understood versus trying to communicate to a point to help people understand. They put the oldness on the other person to understand. Where do you think that comes from? I think that actually I think that comes from a our culture. Our, our culture is not one that says, um, let's work on us. Our culture is more, let's have other people 
do what we want them to do. Mm. Um, even with a lot of the protesting that you have with with the NFL nowadays, they're protesting saying, why aren't white people hearing us? Why aren't white people hearing us? They should be hearing us instead of saying, you know what, maybe this shit ain't working. Maybe we should try and figure out another way to effectively communicate what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that's the entire black community that feels that way. So why no, are black no, men long to angry black no, men? I'm, no, she asked me where did black, pe- what black women get that from? Okay. And I said from our culture. Which includes our black culture. men. Do y'all not get it also? Was my question. No, but when we have a culture of people who say, hey understand us understand us understand us and we teach our kids understand us understand us instead of saying you know what why don't we effectively try and communicate what we're saying just in a different way let's try something else if this shit ain't working let's try something else so if i we agree don't with teach, that we don't teach our kids that so if i agree that our culture does that let's i'm not saying that i do but <laughs> let's let's take that premise why do you think that black women tend to be angry based on that, but not black men? Because women, as a group, are more emotional than men. We are. I mean, it is. It, it's the truth. But women. But but there's a reason. You don't there's a that? reason. There's a reason. I know why. some super emotional. Ass no, we're not talking about I mean, one, one not, by one. Yeah. We're just talking about on in general. Yeah. I don't like to generalize and stereotype. Like, no, nah, that's not that's fair. Like, why should, I, if that's the case, take Omarosa and judge all black women. Like, no, that's no, not no. fair. It's not, it's not just her. It's, no, you're not. Okay, so it's 10,000 of them. I don't care. It's not me. I'm not, don't but treat we're not me saying you. But we're not saying you. We know that you're each in, we know that each individual has the opportunity to choose to 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 choose their own behavior. We understand that. But when we look at stuff in a, in, in a macro level as a group, Women are more emotional than men. When we look at the majority of women versus the majority of men, women are emotional. But there's a there's a reason why women are more emotional than men. When you said, I'm sorry to change the subject because I think slow. So mm-hmm. I'm going back to uh, <laughs> when you said something about entitlement. Right. It made me think what came up for me when you said that was like, I, I can see as a woman where sometimes I've had expectations of others and I've been disappointed a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, whether it be somebody of a different race and I get you know treated with racism or whatever I'm disappointed about that and then there's like a chip the wall starts building and then I have a certain expectation of a man in my family and then he disappoints me and then the wall starts Mm -hmm. building I have an expectation of one of my girlfriends and then she Mm -hmm. starts tripping and then the wall builds Mm -hmm. up more and more and more and so I think that Sometimes why we kind of fly off the handle, because I I think everybody does, but we get called out on it more than others because we do it with a little sass and neck rolling and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And cute when we do it. (laughs) (laughs) And we have like a choreographed dance to go along with it. But I think that when we do it, it's just you're interacting with our disappointment. And that's what's happening. It's not necessarily that we're entitled. We're just Mm. like, here we go again. It's the more bullshit that we have to deal with on top of everybody else that's hurt me. And I think that, you know, there's an opportunity for us to grow and learn how to let stuff go, Mm -hmm. you know, or learn not to go back or have expectations of people, you know, and just like. Just be like, okay, I'm still going to be happy and friendly and joyous regardless of who Mm -hmm. is around me and regardless of how they are. But you have that takes work. 
you don't yeah. just that's not gonna happen overnight like you really do have to sit down and like get to the root of like why am I upset for real like who did what to me and then maybe have conversations with those yeah. people and figure out with what therapy. the hell was going on with them you know because hurt people hurt people so mm-hmm. because a lot of black women have been hurt repeatedly over and over again about in just about every mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. then you're gonna get a little bit of attitude yeah. right and, and i'm just saying funkiness. i, I want to ask but i think that just goes back to my original point that we're not only black we're also women on top of that mm-hmm. and that double negative it affects us mm-hmm. like we're people what, what and it's right. not that that's negative that we're women and black it's that other people don't respect us right, right. You that's know, what i mean by that extra. right yeah. on the two different levels <laughs> the fact that you're black and the fact that you're a woman so you get judged yeah no nah, I'm, I'm good i i Okay. Well, I just, I like I said, I I think that, um, you know, women as a, especially black women, like you said, the reason why black women have that, that black men don't, because A, we're not women. We're not as emotional as women. Because you don't deal with the same things women deal with. Okay. Well, that's fine. (laughs) We don't have the same hormones. All right. Um, That induce those things. But it also makes women more capable of raising children. Those, those same emotions, those same hormones. Okay. Whereas men, we don't have those, and we're not as good as raising children as you guys are. So even though sometimes they can be looked at in a negative light, there's also ways that they can be looked at in a positive mm-hmm. light. But the thing that black women have to stop doing is passing that buck. Like, don't move it to black men and say, oh, well, black men are angry, too. No, if black no, if black women, if black women, <laughs> oh, if black women are, are angry, <laughs> if black women are angry, then let's deal with that. Let's deal, let's, let's say, hey, how as black okay. women, how do we stop being so disappointed? How do we put ourselves in better situations? How do we stop being so disappointed? Yeah. Maybe how do we put our how, uh, see there's that passing the buck there's I'm just that saying passing that, the buck well, maybe you y'all can't should put stop. the complete onus that's on us no I do I put the onus on but us black men have to play a part in that too you hey. asked earlier how can we fix that whole stereotype I think black men y'all have to step up for us also I feel like black men are always quick to be like against us like y'all are this y'all are this black I mean come on how many um, celebrity black men are quick to run and get a woman of another race because black women aren't good enough. Like y'all have to step up, step up for us too. Black women hold y'all down through history. There is no question about that. When are y'all gonna step up for us? I I, I agree. I agree that black men have their own have their own faults. Okay. Okay. But the first thing that the first thing that we have to do Making is eat, uh, no individually <laughs> we have to stop passing the buck to each other. Okay? The conversation was about black women and what we need to do is we need black women to take responsibility and accountability for their own actions regardless of black men. Agreed. Then black men we can start to talk about how black men don't do what they're supposed to do. Okay. How black men can start to take responsibility for their actions. How black men can start to take responsibility for their communities. But first, we're having this conversation about black women because you two are black women on this show. (laughs) And And so let's stick to that point of how do we get black women to be more accountable and to make sure that they're not perceived as angry black women because they keep being disappointed. What are the things that they can do to not continue to be disappointed, build that wall up, and then feed into that stereotype of angry black women? Um, 
we got to get to the next uh, topic, <laughs> so we'll have to table that. <laughs> but that reminded me of uh, this thing I saw on the internet the other day. The old internet, uh, huh? Yeah, the you old got internet. Access? I got access right now. Um, it was it's a school in Houston, Texas. They uh, they had this slogan on the wall, and people got super pissed off about it. And the quote basically said, uh, "Let me let me get this let me get this quote real quick." The quote said, the more you act like a lady, the more he'll act like a gentleman. <laughs> and so that piggybacks on what right we just talked it. about. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the more the more you act like a lady, the more he'll act like a gentleman. And so it just it, it really piggybacks on what we just talked about. The fact that if each person takes accountability for, you know, their own actions. Things might turn out differently. Other people might, you know, follow along. But I just want to know how you guys feel about this school posting that on the wall for children. Well, I absolutely agree with it because there's a guy that I um, that I met when I was younger. I was an intern at the public school system back in Chicago. And he was like, Aaron, why do y'all let these guys walk around with their pants sagging? Or why do you mm-hmm. let these guys wear, like, French braids and stuff like that? That's kind of whack or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean let them? He was like, don't you realize that the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world? So I was that kind of, like, put on a light bulb for me in that moment. And I realized that, you know, I can... I have a lot of power. I'm sitting on some power. Hmm. You know what I mean? You're sitting on a whole lot of power. Yes. So it's just like so much power over there. (laughs) Yes. Sweet Jesus. It's very. If you. Oh, it's powerful. Yeah, we can do a lot. We've caused wars. We've ended wars. You know. So I think that you know there there is some truth to that statement, and I think that you know young ladies, you set the tone, you set the bar, you set your standards, and you set the expectations because I've interacted with. I've been around women where, or men where they treat me a whole nother way than they would somebody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's because of how I behave or how right. I carry myself. Mm-hmm. So I take a lot of pride in that. So I think that, you know, that's a way for us to, to fix things if women mm-hmm. do, like, step up. Mm-hmm. Especially the young ones. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> women act like ladies and men will act like gentlemen. So I agree. To a, to a certain extent. Yep, to that ain't what you just said. How? I said to a certain extent. Of course, but. it's something else. People will treat you the way that you put out you want to be treated. Period. Got it. However, I did have a spirited uh, conversation on Facebook about this topic a few weeks ago where someone was saying that it's women's fault that men act like dogs. And I think that's bullshit. Actually, because of what you said earlier about taking individual responsibility, like either you're a gentleman or you're not, mm-hmm. whether whether I'm a lady or not has nothing to do with whether you're a gentleman or not. It has to do with how you treat me. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if you're a gentleman or you're not, mm-hmm. if you're a dog or you're not, if you mm-hmm. some bullshit, that's on you. And it's up to me as a lady to say I'm not going to deal with that bullshit right. and keep it moving. So, yes, I agree that there is um, a cause and effect based on how women present themselves. At the same time, I will teach my son, you're going to be a gentleman mm-hmm. and you will only deal with ladies. Right. You're not even going to deal with the 
the other. Right. He really yeah, 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 good luck with that <laughs> yeah. shit. Well, well, as soon as that bitch got a fat <laughs> ass booty, he's gonna do that. Nah, well, he's gonna be like, uh, hey. thought, get over here. No, he's not. First of all, my son's not calling no. First of all, my son won't this be calling any woman that's hard. Get over here, thought with that yeah. bitch. No, no, he gonna find a big booty yeah. okay. on the on the Good lady, like his mama. Good luck. He gonna look for a woman like his mama. Okay, what you got to say? Uh, shit, hold on. I gotta, we gotta regroup a little bit. All right, bit let, me, let me, let me jump no, in I'm, here. I'm ready. Yeah, okay, I'm good. All right. I'm about to jump uh, in here, goddamn. I, I think it all really boils down to his upbringing. I mean, you two act that way because of something that happened at home. For some reason, your parents or, or a parent, you know, taught you those those type mm-hmm. of responsibilities so that when you do go out into the world, you know, you, you produce what you want to produce, right? And you bring in and you attract what you want to attract. Um, and, and, and I, I don't know if it's anybody's certain responsibility. I think the statement's true. If you act like a lady, you're going to attract, you know, gentlemen. Um, if you act like a, a, a hoe, you're going to attract dudes that want that. Right. Um, so, but, but I don't know that there's necessarily any, any like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg. It's kind of hard to see here. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how you're brought up, how you act, and, and what you attract based on how you act. So, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's my take. Okay, see, uh, <laughs> yeah, you motherfuckers know I got something to say. Of course. That's bullshit. Of course. So here's the thing, and, and the one thing that we're denying is, is human behavior throughout the history of evolution. We like everybody, every single body, every single person on this planet Earth likes easy shit. Okay. If you can get something for free, for nothing, <laughs> you're going to take it, mm-hmm. Okay. So when men see the easiest piece of meat to take, to hunt, to grab, they're going to do that. And if women make their meat easy, (laughs) men are going to take it. Okay? It's a bunch of people in this country fat than a motherfucker. Because eating and stuffing your face is so easy to do. Fast you know what's food. hard? Yeah. Fast food, so easy. You know right what's hard? Passing up, passing up that goddamn burger. And I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I need to lose about 30 pounds. But guess what? Let me pass in and out. <laughs> Stopping in that motherfucker. I'm getting that. Because it's easy. So the oldness, yes, when we talk about, when we talk about, individuals being responsible for themselves yes men need to behave a certain way women need to behave a certain way but when it comes to sexuality if women make it easy men are going to behave accordingly and it and it's not it's not morally bad because everybody's morals is different everybody got different morals so can't nobody be the authority on morals because everybody's morals are different what you think is good i may think is bad what she may think is good he may think is bad okay you we can't be the authority on morals we have to go with human nature and evolution and the science says that if women are easy men will take it because we're trying to procreate that's what our species does we're here to procreate. There's a reason why men can have babies up until the day we die. Because we're here to procreate. But y'all not chasing thoughts to procreate. Y'all chasing thoughts to get a nut. It feels good. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's the same act. Well, <laughs> here's my thing. I might sleep with you on the first date, but I want you to pull out my chair. I want you to open the door. You know what I'm saying? Being a gentleman doesn't mean that I'm you gonna get some ass or how quickly you get some ass. I'm right. gonna ask I'm, that, yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lady, is a lady... I guess labeled based <laughs> upon how quickly she 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 you know smashes. I think they I think mm. they mean like no. I, you, I've never. Yeah. I think I think I think I think no. Here's the thing. 
I think if a woman tells me I got to be clean cut, I got to have a job, I got to make sure that all my bills are paid, my credit score is right to get that thing, and she'll give it to me on the first date if I just present my numbers, <laughs> guess what? It's going to be plenty of niggas out here working hard, keeping that credit right. That's true. You got to band together, yeah, ladies. Yeah, yeah. If, the women say, if the women say, hey, guess what? Nigga, your credit score 530, you ain't getting it. Right. Yeah. 700 what? minimum. Guess what? You're sitting on some power. So, you hear that, ladies? That's, that's right. Ladies, we need to start asking for credit scores on the first yeah. date. Let's switch the yeah. game up. If, hey, you got a 720 credit score i need i need your score to be over 650 and i need you to have some life hey, insurance if, that shit, if that shit starts happening in, i'm buying stock i'm buying stock in every fucking Hell credit yeah. company because that shit will skyrocket but, but that's what that's what i'm saying if the women say hey you don't gotta have none of that you can have cornrows and not have a job and be right. unemployed Guess what's going to happen? Men mm-hmm. are going to say, you know what? Having a credit score high is hard. Having a, a, a career is hard. Having my face cut and my hair cut all the time, that's work. And this woman ain't requiring me to do no work. Guess yeah. what? I mean, this I'm is all fine and dandy. Down. This is cute. Okay. That's fine and dandy. But are men not, like, don't y'all have y'all own self-control? Don't y'all have y'all own goals? Like, you're you're, you're getting a job because you want pussy? That's stupid. No, like, no, who would even think for pussy? There's, yeah. there's, there's a set of standards. <laughs> yeah. There's a set of standards. Really? Yeah. So, men yeah. have no personal ambition. Everything no, no, you no, do no, is for no, pussy. No. I, 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 put you, I put it to you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I was just, I'm trying to figure out where the scale is. Like, honestly... <laughs> I, I work stuff. and I and I do stuff for my my family and all that, but man, there's a high. The, the get some pussy scale is is not low. I'll tell you that right now. If you're gonna rank things and like, what do men do to get shit done? Pussy is is got to be top three. Here's Let me go to work today here's, so I can get some pussy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's here's the, well here's the but thing. Not, but hold on, hold on, real quick. It's not, they they would live in a box. It's not that direct. They would not own a house. They could get right. Yeah. It's more of like I know I'm doing all this shit, but I got to have my shit right so I can present myself in a certain mm-hmm. way to get some pussy. Mm-hmm. So it's not just I'm gonna wake up and go to work, get a job, and get a promotion so I get some ass, but. I'm presenting myself, like you know, yeah. to get some ass. I'm not, I'm not going to the club to dance. I'm not going to the club to have a fucking drink. Mm-hmm. Dudes go to the club to get some ass. Mm. Here's the thing. The shit is about evolution, okay? Men, when we're young, we have extreme amounts of testosterone. That testosterone makes us want to breed. So young men, yes, <laughs> they live for pussy. Mm-hmm. They do. They get a job just so that they can have a car to go to somebody's <laughs> house and get some pussy. All right. When I was 18, 19, I was I was stunting, showing all, spending cash, tricking money, buying cars just because I needed all that toolery for yeah. these girls' attention so I could take them down and smash them. Driving yes, out right. to the all beach. Right? That was all it was ever. about. It was that was all. all. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. But as you get into your late 30s and 40s and your testosterone level decreases, mm. then you start looking at the bigger picture of life. Okay? But by that time, your old ass out the game. Yeah. You out the game already. Okay? When young men who who really are the are the are the biggest contributing factors to most relationships, the the, the beginning of most relationships, um these are the these are the guys that are, are full of cum. They're full of testosterone. And that's all they want. So yes, if if women, especially younger women, raise the requirement, raise the barrier of entry, mm-hmm. then men are gonna respond accordingly. So what's a lady? 
Mm. How do you identify a lady? When you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you present yourself, it's it's an aura. It's not a. It's, I don't think it's a specific thing. It's just the way the the sense you get when you're around them. When you converse with them, mm. do they sound intelligent? Do they sound like they have sense? Mm. Is it? Are you getting uh, an ebonics type feel when they talk? And that's. I mean, we're talking uh. to black black people. So, in 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 that sense, you know, if I if you if you have an ignorant young lady, it's obvious. You know what I mean. And I don't know necessarily that she's not a lady, but in this discussion, you know, when we're talking about, you're probably going to pass on her and, and go to the next one. I put it to you like this. A lady, a lady is a woman with standards and requirements. Hmm. Okay? If you got standards and requirements, that's a lady. All right? You can fuck on the first night. But if them standards is in order for you to fuck on the first night... You got to have your money right. You got to be in school. You got to have a career. You got to bring something to the table. That's a lady. What okay? kind of requirements are we talking about? I mean, because prostitutes have requirements. $50. That's that a requirement. No, that ain't no requirement. <laughs> that is a requirement. That's easy. She ain't fucking if you ain't got $50. Therefore, it's required. That, that, it is a requirement. That, that's easy. That's easy. Think, so what okay, kind of requirements a, are we talking a, a, about? A lady, a lady is someone who has requirements that aren't easy. That aren't easy for a man to hit. If a man, if it's easy for a man to hit these things, if he didn't have to put in no work, I can borrow fifty dollars from a motherfucker. <laughs> I can go out and beg for change. Yeah, right, you can $50 pedal fifty dollars by the end of the what day. What if the requirement okay? is that, that you hard. be fine and you have seven inches of meat? Is that is that an acceptable? I'm not a lady. You know what? That's not, not a lady. lady. So no, what no, kind no, of requirements no. are we talking about? We're we, talking about we talk, monetary like requirements. I said, it's no. Like I said, there are things that are hard for men to acquire. Okay, like, now listen to this. Like I have my S word project hat on, so I have to interject here. Simple things like a lady <laughs> should make sure that you get tested before you enter her pussy. So. <laughs> It takes. Wow. I have. I have told guys. <laughs> I mean, you gotta get Listen, I have told guys you need to go to the clinic before we even get to that point. I don't care about the condom. The condom could break or whatever. All that kind of stuff. I've had guys give up. Be like, they don't want to set the appointment. They don't want to like. That's a hurdle for that's some a people. Hurdle. Mm-hmm. See, I wouldn't necessarily say that's that. That's a requirement, I I would, That's a requirement, but I wouldn't necessarily say that's a lady. <laughs> that don't make you a lady because that's you... That's the chick that's trying to get right. this. Yeah, you do some obvious shit. It's a lady on, trying to live. Yeah, you, right. do some, you do some obvious shit on, on your behalf. I, I don't think that that necessarily requires I, I might give her that as a lady. Because that's smart. Like I think part of being a lady is being smart. Mm. So that's part of that is smart and a survivor. But that's easy though. That ain't easy. Going I to mean, get her STD test. Some is people easy. won't. No, some that's, people that's, won't. That's, that's You'd be surprised. That's yeah, just the part of the that got diseases. <laughs> <laughs> but me, but me, I don't got no disease. I go over there. I'm like, hey, let me go and get this checkup because I'm about to dip in this pussy. I ain't got to spend no money. I ain't got to have no credit score. I ain't got to get my hair cut. I go over here with a goddamn caveman Dude, beard. We could just get everybody what? to have that be a minimum. That'll be good. We would, that would start. be progress. That would start. be progress. Right. That would be progress, but we can't call that a lady. But there's okay. always going to be women out there that's, you know, not having standards. That's the thing. And what do you do about them? Like, you're going to always be able to find a, somebody that's easy or will do whatever mm-hmm. or take care of you or something like that. There's just women out there that are like that. They just enjoy mothering on a dude or yeah. spending I mean, their money on a dude. So there's always going to be that. I'm, I'm saying... I'm not asking. I'm not saying that there should be some type of utopia around here. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if women want to get treated better, yeah, 
then they should have standards. They should have higher standards. Um, I, I think that, you know, uh, if you want to be, you know, if you want to, if you want men who are going to keep disappointing you, then have low standards. Mm. And, that, and that's going to keep, you know, keep putting you in the cycle of being an angry black woman. <laughs> Which ties back to <laughs> yeah. what we've been talking about. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah pretty that's much. Smart. I see why they pretty. call y'all intelligence. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's, it well, that's all, assuming they're a gentleman. Comes, it all comes back. It all comes back. And I don't know. Are they? We're definitely ladies. Are they gentlemen? Uh, I don't know. So, so, yeah, so <laughs> the crux of this one is... Um, as black women, should should we start looking to black women to take more responsibility to maybe not necessarily change the, the black culture, but to start sculpting it more? Like, do you feel a responsibility to lead that or be in, in that position to where you take that role of, if I do this, you follow? I think, you know, everybody has to, we cover the individual responsibility, right. but I think that, you know, women do a lot. I think we make a lot of contributions, and I think we just need to be supported. Mm -hmm. So we just need mm -hmm. each other, by women too, by other women too, by men. Like, if you see us doing a good thing that's making a difference, then you should contribute to it, or you should support it. Right. If you see us, and we have a kid that or a son, and we're a single mom, and you know that you, you can maybe carpool with your kids and pick up my kids so he can see what a man is like, mm -hmm. and you should pitch in and help. You know what I mean? So I think that you know, everybody just needs to step up a little bit. I don't necessarily think that it's just us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, when I see the, the more responsibility on black women, I kind of cringe um, because I only recently read an article about black women and how we're always put in a position to try to be superwoman. Mm -hmm. We're always the ones who have to be the best mother, the best, the best one at work, the best student, the best wife, the best this. Like, and a lot of us are depressed as a result of it. Um, and, and, and it's like statistically shown um, from the article that I read. So when you say put more responsibility on us, no. I just don't think that's fair. Mm -hmm. Like she said, we need more support for sure across the board. Um, and I think it's, it's no more our responsibility than it is y'all's. Mm -hmm. so. See, I think, I think black women do have uh, an opportunity and even a responsibility in a certain way um, to help re-sculpt black culture. And, and I don't think that it's, it's, it's in a way that you have to do that to deal with black men. I think it's, a, I think it's an end game inside of black women as a whole. I, I think smart, uh, responsible black women with standards um, need to be on the heads of these thotty young girls but that we are. Have, no, it ain't enough. It ain't, that's it ain't what, enough. And that's what I'm saying. Like, why you st like you're you're on you're talking about we need to do more, but we're doing everything. And Where you, you'd be surprised right. how a woman takes advice from a man more than they will a woman. Mm -hmm. What? Because they're always sizing us. Say up. that again. So well, with women, that, there's like internal number. competition. So but that's we're the point. Always. That's sizing each other up right. but it makes a difference if a man says hey you know pulls a girl to the side and be like maybe you should try it this mm -hmm. way or do it different mm -hmm. you might get better results I'm mm -hmm. just saying but that's but and I was just talking to a friend of mine um, the other day about this is and, and we and we started off you know this podcast with 
if something isn't working, why aren't we trying something different? Why do we keep going, well, you need to listen to me instead of saying, well, hey, maybe this isn't working. Maybe I should try it a different way. Right. And, and, and what I see is I understand your point about women taking, you know, uh, 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 more uh, criticism or uh, more guidance from men uh, because there's that daddy-daughter relationship in there. But I also see when women go at other women because there's that competition, they go at other women from a, a position of strength and not a position of nurture. Where it's like, hey, girl, let me let me help you. Let me do this through love, because that's something that I, I really don't see as much as I would love to see inside of our community is us coming from a place of love and starting our conversations from a place of love than a place of strength. And I understand. I can't I, relate to that. Like we yeah. both mentor, yeah. so it's kind of hard for for us to have this conversation because mm. we actually do mm. a lot. We but you have a circle. Of, but you we have a whole circle of black women who nah. support each other. I, I understand. I understand you. I understand you probably have a circle, but that circle's small. It's that circle's small because most small. black women, most black women, do not come at each other from a place of love to mentor other black women. I don't you know, I, you know a lot of black. You know a lot of black mentors. I don't know a lot of black mentors. Period. There could be fact, more. In fact, I know more there black more. female mentors than I know black male mentors. But what Look I'm saying, look at the but, teachers. But, but they're like, there was just an article. They're like two percent black male teachers. Yeah. Right. I get. I get that. I get women mentor more than men. I, here we go with men black and women, women again. <laughs> black women. All right. What I'm saying <laughs> is, is the point that you say, well, you know, I, it, it, it can't be like that because there's a lot of black. There's a lot. I know a lot of black female mentors. Well. That doesn't really mean anything when we look at how our culture as a whole acts together and black women don't mentor other black women as a whole. If we look at how many black women mentor other black women, it's a very, very small minority. And that's black people mentoring each other, period. But I think it's not just it's not just black women. It's black people yeah. mentoring other black people. I agree. Period. And that's why I'm saying when the question was presented, should black women do more? It's just like, wait, but we are doing a lot. What is y'all? What are y'all doing? Are y'all doing anything? <laughs> that's my question. But that's like, here we go and, deflecting. No, it's not deflecting. <laughs> it's not deflecting. The question just has to do it's with black It's like, women. stop putting so much on us. We could probably do better, perform better, if you stop putting everything on us. Jesus Christ, we're people. Just because we say, And hey, we're depressed here's, here's, in record numbers. But just because we say, hey, here's how we could do something better, doesn't mean we're putting more responsibility on us. Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Go ahead. <laughs> what is it? I think that we need to figure out what we want our culture to be. Be like mm -hmm. I think that there, that's a place to start Definitely. and then from there when you identify a goal and we have like a few maybe like three overarching goals that we want to all accomplish we could work on that together and there's going to be roles where guys need to take the lead right. on and women need to take a lead on but I think that we do a lot of this like back and forth you should do this point finger pointing right. and then also just like we get exhausted by not all coming together but I don't think we have a clear set of goals of what we actually mm -hmm. want I agree with that because a lot of people accept ignorant shit as quote unquote black culture and I'm like you know you look on Facebook I mean, it's, it's, that's black I don't know if it's what? no it's no, not that it is though <laughs> See, I that's the problem it some is some of the ignorant shit is not it, it, black we don't culture. want it to be but it is no I reject we, we, I agree one of the, one of the things yeah. that, no. one of the things that and I, under, <laughs> I understand what you're saying we absolutely as a group need to identify things and come up with better plans but one of the things that we have to stop doing is deferring responsibility 
we can have a conversation strictly about the things that black women need to do better and black women can say you know what let's look at this and then another day from now or two days from now we can have a completely different conversation mm -hmm. about black men and what black men need to do. But it's not mutually exclusive. That's but what it I'm can saying. be. And no, it needs to be when we have these discussions. The I reason the reason why it has to be mutually exclusive is we get these back and forth where no one takes responsibility. It's mm -hmm. like, but we're talking about y'all. Well, no, you can't talk about y'all without putting it. And it's like, okay, well, shit. We yeah, ain't we never going to get nothing done. Yeah. Nobody ain't going to never get nothing done <laughs> yeah. if we can't sit and say, hey, you know what? Let's do this. Now, we can have a whole show. You guys can come back and we can have a show just about what black men need to do. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what Let's, I won't say? Let's do guess it. Guess what I won't say? Let's well, do it. I will not say, well, shit, black women need to do this. <laughs> and then we can do our and shit. And then we can okay. do our shit. Okay. No, I'm I can't say, you wait. know what? You right. Y'all heard this. Black men. So we when we had that this. show, he you better not say one thing about what black guess women what? need to do. We did a show for four months, eight, 16, 17 episodes, where all I did was talk shit about black men. All I did was talk shit about how we as black men need to do more, how we as black men need okay. to be better fathers, how we as black men need to do more inside of our culture to change our culture. Not one time that I go, well, black men, we can only do shit if black women change or if black women help us. No, 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 no. But, you, but this whole, the whole thing today has been about no, that. No, this whole thing today was about you. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. We started with the premise that, that men would be gentlemen if women would be ladies. That's the right. whole premise of this conversation. Right, right. right. And, and you're so, putting and the so, onus on us to make y'all gentlemen? No, we're, we're, no we're, talking, we're talking about black women, uh -huh. black women, Raising their standards and raising their bars. I don't disagree with that. I All don't. Right? Okay. That's what, that's what this so, whole thing okay, is So, okay, so from henceforward, my comments will be everything black women can do aside from all the shit y'all need to do too. Okay. We can do that. <laughs> got, the, got the legal interjection in. Now we got it. Yeah. <laughs> the disclaimer. Spoken like a right, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. We only got a little bit of time left and we, gotta, we still got a couple of situations I want to touch on. Did you guys hear about, about the, the shooting down in Florida? No, oh, what happened? Where, uh, where the 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 black man came outside the store. His a girl, his wife or his girlfriend and his kids were being berated for parking in a parking lot by a white dude. He came in, in a he, handicap spot. Yeah, they were in a, parked in a handicap spot. Mm -hmm. So he walks out the store. He sees the white dude yelling at his girlfriend and his wife for parking in a handicap spot without the handicap plaque. Pushes the white dude down. White dude falls, pulls out his gun, and shoots him. Ooh. Florida, yeah, kills him. Yeah. Florida is a stand your ground state, so you know the the sheriff didn't arrest him. They just said, hey, it's stand your ground. We can't really make that call. That's not you know something that we can do. We watched it. The guy assaulted him. He shot him. Hey, the stand your ground. We really can't do nothing about it. Mm -hmm. uh, just recently, the um, district attorney for I think Broward County uh, pressed manslaughter charges against the guy for shooting him. It may or may not end in a conviction because Florida is a stand your ground state. So mm -hmm. before we get into the underlying question, I just want to know, how do you guys feel about, you know, the situation where the guy wasn't arrested, you know, in this stand your ground state mm -hmm. where he got pushed and ended up shooting and killing a man? 
So the white guy pushed the black guy first. No, the black guy no. pushed the white the guy. Black guy pushed him on pushed the black guy pushed the white guy on the ground, heels up in the air and everything. <laughs> Nigga flipped <laughs> over <laughs> and everything. It wasn't so he pushed him hard. Oh, yeah. It yeah. wasn't no little he, back nah, up. Nah, 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 he ran nah. into him. Nah, he, he, <laughs> he got some momentum. He pushed him down, <laughs> yeah. and, then he, and, then he, and then he pulled his pants up because he was finna give him that work. Right. Right. Because you know that's what happens. Right. Either, either you flip that shirt off, right? Like, I'm gonna get this nigga this work. Or my pants is falling. Let me pull these up so I get this nigga that work. So yeah, he did that. Coming. And then the white dude pulled that gun out and then he was like, oh. It was pretty quick though. Yeah. I like the push and then that next, it was all pretty fast. Yeah. So. Wow. That yeah. seems like an overreaction to me. Yeah. Like, and I think that you know, I don't know what the guy was thinking, like when he was like trying to protect, why he was so hell bent on protecting a, a handicap spot, spot right. and going in on mm. somebody who's in the handicap spot, probably just waiting or whatever. But no, I don't think that he deserved to die. Yeah. And I don't think that the guy should, who killed him should get away with that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't know. I'm not barred in Florida, so I don't know a whole bunch about staying your ground. But I do know about self-defense. Um, if if that were me and somebody pushed me to the ground and looked as if they were getting ready to pummel me mm-hmm. and I have a gun, I, I think the reaction might be to pull that thing out and let it let it yeah. let it fly. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that his reaction was quote unquote wrong. I don't know that I could call it well, yeah. I'll leave the racist out of it completely. But you just said that but the black dude pushed the white dude, and then the and then he shot him. Right. Mm-hmm. No, the white no, he dude pushed the, the white dude. Man. The white dude on the ground pulled his gun out and shot him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had it back. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like... The store pushed the white dude on the ground, yeah. but, you know, talking shit to his wife yeah. and his kid. Sure, yeah. And the white dude fell down, like I said, heels up in the air. <laughs> Like, <laughs> flip for real. And then pulled that thing out and, and shot it. I'm sorry, he lost his life for sure. Yeah, um, but come on, like, I don't know that it was ne- was it necessary. I haven't seen the video. Was it necessary for him to, to push the dude like that? No. I mean, it's up. It's, and that's, you know, I, I'll let you kind of take on it because mm-hmm. I, I, I got my take from him because initially I felt that way. I was kind of like, what the fuck, why you shoot him? But, um, his response was so emotional and so like beyond, you know, what emotional. It should have been. Men don't get emotional. There's <laughs> uh, exceptions to the rule. So, <laughs> but but that was that was really KB's KB's take. He, I don't want to want to take it from him. So yeah, I mean, you know, like like we talked about, you know, it's unfortunate that the gentleman lost his life. But I'm in the same kind of boat as you, where it's kind of like you know, in that stand your ground state. Um, if you assault somebody like he assaulted him, then you have to kind of be prepared for whatever repercussions kind of happen. Yeah. Me personally, I, when I go to Florida, um, I'm as nice as a cat. <laughs> I don't fuck with nobody and I walk away from everything because I don't got my thing with me. So I'm not messing with nobody down in Florida. All right. Uh, not to make light of the situation. I, I definitely think that the guy could have reacted differently. But I am not going to say that he should have or con- uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Should be prosecuted? Like, nah, no, but I'm not going to like, you know, um, condone? not condone, but just go at this dude mm-hmm. like I know what he was feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because 
I don't know, you know, if you guys ever been in a fight, but as soon as you feel like some shit is about to happen, <laughs> your adrenaline goes through the roof. Yeah, for sure. And it's shit that your body just kind of takes over. I've seen people Instinct, yeah, instinctually mm-hmm. take off on people and do shit and not even, you know, whatever. Uh, I've been in situations where it's like, oh, shit, I just socked a nigga and I didn't need, my hands just went loose. You know, I've seen it where a motherfucker just totally went comatose, got into some shit with somebody and, and felt like, oh, shit, this motherfucker ain't playing and just sat there while a motherfucker just punched him in the face seven times. And it's like, hit him back. But his body locked up. You never know how yeah. adrenaline yeah. being dumped yeah, into your system yeah. all at once is going to affect a person. And so I can't really say, oh, well, this person's a monster and he shouldn't have done this and he shouldn't have done that. Because you never know how that adrenaline that's being dumped into your system all at once is going to affect you. Yeah. And maybe this dude's, you know, fight or flight went extreme. Maybe it was just like, oh, shit, pop, I got to get him. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he couldn't control how his body was reacting and, and working in that moment. Yeah. yeah, he probably oh, thought he this motherfucker, especially when he seen him pull them pants up, right. he probably was like, oh, shit, I done seen this shit on TV. This nigga about to give me this work. Right. You know, so right. I can't really I can't really say, you know, whether this guy should be prosecuted or not, whether he should be convicted or not. Um, I definitely think, you know, both people could have done things differently so that it went differently. Um, but I can't say one way or the other who is really at fault. Other than the fact that I hope young black men start looking at this as a way of not how to handle a dispute. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to things you hold dear mm-hmm. like your family or your children or your friends know that when these types when you exhibit these types of behavior these are the things that could happen mm-hmm. you could leave your child fatherless right and is that more is that worth more than losing your your temper and you know doing what your culture has taught you men should do mm-hmm. yeah cuz there's that step on my gym shoes now yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. i was gonna say yeah. that like that 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 situation could have happened absolutely anywhere mm-hmm. like what? you said you in the club you step on somebody's shoes you pushing them you probably about to get shot mm-hmm. like that's that's not that's not particular to him being a white man or the same and being in the stand your ground state that could be anywhere and i completely agree that this is it should be taken at least as a lesson for um our young men to you know Learn how to handle your emotions better than just getting angry mm-hmm. and reacting accordingly. You know, because we should too. My question is though, what was the wife doing this whole time? They were in the car. Sitting in the car. Yeah. Sitting in the car, just mute. Again. Yeah. I mean, she. I. I, I guess I, there, there's no audio on the tape, so mm. we don't know what the back and forth was, if mm. there was any back and Actually, forth. Actually, I think the the wife and kid went in the store to get the husband, and he came out and talked to, to get him. the husband. Because it got no, to she, get this dude off of. No, she was still in the car. She was still in the car. She was still in the car. Oh, okay. One of one of the uh, one of the a passerby saw oh, it and told him and said, "Hey, hey uh, you might want to step outside because yeah, some dude is over here, here yeah. you know, going at your lady." Right, yeah. and you probably had some mental health thing going on for him to be japping out on her about a parking spot. Yeah, he did he, he could own have. the. Did he no, he didn't. He didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. And but he's making but, a citizen's arrest. Well, 
Well, here's the thing. I think because they so one other guy said like, I mean, oh yeah, I seen this guy. dude. And this dude, this dude came here before and said he was gonna shoot me over a parking spot. And then the the, the, the owner said, yeah, he's had a couple run-ins with people before mm. about these parking spots. So I think this dude was probably one of these assholes who just you know is obsessed about. The rules, well, that's you not know. Fair. Maybe he's really passionate about handicap. Okay. Right? I mean, yeah. I, I usually call those people assholes when you <laughs> when you like, hey man, it's fall right. back. This shit ain't that. This shit ain't that important. Right. So I think I think he was probably one of those types of people, and you know, the situation escalated way too fast, and it ended up you know being what it what it was. You never know who you fuck with. Yeah. Nope. And 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 this kind of touches on our our gender role issue. Mm. Um, this dude, I think, felt he had some responsibility to protect his wife and his son, but went about it, you know, in a completely wrong way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and there was a, a serious consequence. Yeah. But as black women, how important are gender roles to you? Like you mentioned having a son, mm-hmm. you know, are you teaching your son gender roles or do you guys care, you know, what happens? Like I've seen um, Charlize Theron got her son walking around looking like a little girl, like... <laughs> I don't know if y'all seen it, but I it's uh, she has she adopted a little black boy. He looks like he's straight out of Princess <laughs> Diaries, ready to go, braids, the whole thing, oh, like Jesus. completely. You would never think he's a boy. Um, so obviously she's threw gender roles out the door. Yeah, and um, and I'm wondering what y'all think about how we we handle gender roles. Okay, so aside from the whole transgender conversation, I'm going to put that part aside because that's something different, but in male-female relationships, gender roles, yes, I think a man should absolutely protect his his woman. However, I think that, I don't think, but I practice in a way, in such a way that we also have um, a responsibility to protect y'all as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I was once, and this is personal, I was once in a situation where I was dating a guy who hit me. And my brother would have killed his mm-hmm. ass. Not mm-hmm. a question in my mind. <laughs> so when my brother, you know, found out, he was like, well, where he lived, da 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 right. Like, my brother was ready. I wouldn't tell him. Why? Because I don't want my brother in jail because right. of one of my situations. Mm-hmm. Now, that's an extreme example, but I think it's still, like, the, the point is that we still have responsibilities not to even put our men in those types of situations. I would never go to a club with my man and be flirting with some other dude and get them into a fight. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Like, I don't want to see him get to the point where he got to raise up on somebody to protect mm-hmm. my honor. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, yes, you should. Y'all should be ready to do that at any <laughs> given time. But at the same time, I would teach my son and I would teach my I would teach my son to pick a woman who also would um, share that same uh, responsibility of protection of Mm -hmm. them both. Yeah, I I agree with that. And I think that, you know, protecting me means being there, too. So you got to stay alive and be able to have the forethought Mm -hmm. to think things through. Like if I do this, then what are the consequences? And then will I be able to return home Mm -hmm. at night? So. Protect me to a certain extent. I don't need you to die, right. you know, over something right. that could be discussed or could be ignored, right. or we could just take one on the chin this time. We might mm-hmm. be a little embarrassed mm-hmm. that that didn't turn out the way we wanted it to, but I don't want us to, like, end up in a horrible yeah. situation yeah. like that. Yeah. But gender roles, huh? <laughs> it's so weird now with because of, like, the everybody can has their pronouns right. and they want to... Like, some people just don't want to be a gender, and mm-hmm. that's 
you know, an option now. I like being a girl. I got mm-hmm. on a lot of pink today. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit <laughs> feminine. Mm-hmm. I like to be soft and not right. have to. When I'm at, out on my own, I, I know I have to step up and be strong or whatever. Right. But when I come home, I don't want to fight. I don't want to work hard. Mm-hmm. I don't want things to be like, I want somebody else to take my garbage out. You like I really you, you do. You know how to cook? I do. Three That's times a week. About. Yes. That's what I'm it's talking always about. There's always going to be food available. That's what I'm talking about. And I want to be with a guy who is, Mandatory, you know, will, yeah. Mandatory. will be like, babe, sit down. You don't right. have to do all that. Right. You know what I mean? So that's just me, though. And well, that's, yeah, that's, that's what, what makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, cool. No, I, I uh, just to talk, touch on, you know, that, that last subject, like, you know, like you were saying, I <clears throat> men definitely. God damn it! And I said I wouldn't say this. <laughs> I'm, I'm so here for it. You're listening now. I'm listening. Yes, men absolutely have to be more responsible in the things that they value. You know, men value being brave. Men value be- having courage. Uh, But you also have to be smart enough to say, hey, um, in the long run, my duty is to protect, you know, and provide for my family. And I'm not going to be able to protect and provide for my family if this little battle goes sideways. Right. You know, we we have to have more insight, more long term thinking and less reactionary thinking inside of how we carry ourselves and the decisions that we make as we get older. The one thing that I will add to that <laughs> is, and I'm not saying women have to do this. I'm just it's saying just it's huh? just a suggestion. <laughs> it would also help if women didn't reward men for being stupid. Right. Because I know women a lot of times, especially women like to date bad guys. You know, they see the gang banging nigga and they like, oh, I want to fuck with that nigga because that nigga must be a real man over there. He's dang, he's fucking with danger over there, you know, and they getting all wet and juicy because they feel like, you know, this dude is a man over here because he's dangerous. And it's like, no, women, we 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 got to stop rewarding that type of behavior. This this man is young and foolish. And this is not caveman times where your strength is going to propel you necessarily through life. It's going to protect you through life. Your brain nowadays is the thing that's going to protect you. It's the muscle you need throughout life. And so when women reward that type of behavior by saying, oh, my God, you just did this. Oh, my God, that shit was so sexy because you just fired on a nigga and he (laughs) fell down and over me. <laughs> then we we perpetuate the men's type of behavior because it's providing incentive, it's providing reward for that type of behavior. It's telling him this type of behavior is a good thing. Continue to do this, and ultimately, we all know uh, that type of behavior is is not something um, that is you know the type of behavior that is <clears throat> tolerated. Uh, by this society, whether we're talking in the streets or whether we're talking, you know, uh, in the criminal justice system, um, these types of things are not tolerated by our society. So it would help. It would help if women didn't 
champion or uh we'll take that back to the women's some women. session. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah, if, if some women we'll take that back to um, you know <laughs> you know didn't uh incentivize that type of of behavior. Now yeah. as far as uh, I'm sorry. Right. Did you ask something you wanted? I did. My dad is actually a chaplain at Cook County Jail who he has been for like 30 years and then I have a friend who does a lot of PhD work on recidivism in, mm-hmm. in jails and they say you know a lot of guys are locked up because of women mm-hmm. either fighting mm-hmm. over them mm-hmm. or they ran back to them and told them this guy said this or do mm-hmm. like sometimes we do instigate and start shit so yeah. all the time yeah I seen some shit the other day on TV. This girl was talking so much shit like she was a dude. And I was like, man, she did not know. <laughs> <laughs> some of these niggas, and including me as in my younger days, and wasn't here for that shit. <laughs> At the same she time, though. Hands put on her Don't ass. Don't no woman want no punk either. I yeah. once dated a guy. Well, that's part of the role. And I went to... No, let me just say this. I once dated a guy, and I went to his house. He had a roommate, and... His roommate like talked to him like complete mm. shit. It was embarrassing. It was like, you know, this dude talk to you like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was it was embarrassing. And I real talk lost interest in him oh, because to. of that. Like, right. don't nobody want no problem. So what you either. wanted him to do? You wanted him to fight the nigga? No, 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 no. What, what was it? when you said you gonna let him talk to you like that? What was his response? No, no, no. Wait, first what was his response when you asked him that? I didn't say that. I never oh, okay. said that to him. This is what I'm thinking to myself. I never said that to him because right. I definitely she just didn't want to incite out with nothing. Him again. Right, right. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's mm-mm. because like if we out in the club and some dude grabs me or some shit, like first of all, I'm popping off on the dude for grabbing me. I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna punch him. Like I need to know that you're gonna follow up. I need to know that you have my back and you're not gonna let me get crashed by some dude right. in the club. Okay, so when the dude was talking shit to his roommate, yeah, what did you want him to do with his roommate? Did you want him to fire on his roommate? No, maybe not fire on him, but at least stand up for yourself. And like then, you, he's, I feel like he's just. It just gave me an insight into his character that you don't like. You let yourself get pushed around by other men. Like if you can't stand up before other men, like. Who are you? Nah. And, uh, so did you? So did you ask him? You never asked him no, why? No, no, I didn't say anything. I you you might have should have asked him why. Why? Well, what, what would a good reason have been? Uh, I mean, no it could have been. There could have been a litany of reasons. He could have said, "Hey, uh, I ain't got no money to move nowhere else, and this motherfucker <laughs> paying ninety percent of the bills here. So I'm gonna give this motherfucker so a whole lot of rope." I'm gonna give him a whole lot of rope. All right. He can tell him to shut up. And when he goes away, he might have said. I'll start talking again. Right. Or he might have said, said, you know what, babe? I don't want nothing crazy to pop off while you're here. Okay? So so I'm gonna let this nigga talk reckless while you're here. And then when you leave, me and him gonna have a talk. All right? I mean, there could have been a litany of things that he could have said, but this is what I'm saying, where as a woman, you got to communicate with this dude to say, hey, man, what's going on? Like, I need to know what's going on with you. I could have. Because he might. And and so when you stop talking to him, (laughs) you know. But here, 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 okay, this is my thing on that one. Would you would you let a roommate in any situation? (laughs) I don't give a fuck what the situation is. You got a reason that you would give, like, hey, I'm so here for it. I'm gonna let him talk to me like this, cause later on, and 
or he's my rent or any of that. I, I don't think you'd do that. Two. There's two. There's two. There's two situations <laughs> under which I would. All right. A. The motherfucker's paying all these bills. Nah, all right, hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Right. Hold on. Hold on. A. He's paying all these bills. And B. I know he got hands. <laughs> Okay. All right. You ain't trying to get smashed in front of your girl. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it may take a little bit more room than what I got with you in this motherfucker. All right. So, so a, I'm gonna fall back. I'm gonna let this nigga talk, and then when you get out the way, and I got all kind of room, then I'm gonna go to you. Huh? Yeah. Then I'm gonna go to you and say, hey man, check this out, man. We can't be, you can't be, you can't be talking like that. All right. You can't be talking like that. All right. Because if we have to throw hands. I don't need you in the way. Now, let me ask you this. I don't need you in the way. <laughs> let, me ask, right, let me ask you this. Now, you don't be the main one. Like, oh, oh, watch out. Watch out. I can't. Oh, help him. No, I don't need you in the way. All right? If we finna throw hands with a nigga I know got hands, got and hands. I need all and type of space. Yeah, I need all type of space. So what if he, what if he, what if he talks to your girl crazy? Then, then would you, then would you step up and say something? I mean, if he talk, if he talked to you crazy, then no. Then no. At that point, it's not me anymore, it's you. Okay. Right? Just like if somebody talked to my daughter crazy, it's not me anymore. If a dude talked to me crazy, I'm gonna walk away from this shit. I'm 40 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go, hey, whatever, homie. Right. If a dude <laughs> talked to my daughter crazy and hurt her feelings, I can't let my daughter see her dad behave this way. I have to let her see how a man carries himself. But that's only because she's eight. Right. Okay? Okay. She's not 28. She's not 38. She's not 48. As a 48 year old woman, I ain't need. To, I don't have to prove nothing to you. Okay. Right. You should know Sorry, who I am. Okay. You should know I'm walking away because I don't want this shit to go sideways with you here. So you would say okay? nothing to your friend for talking to your girlfriend crazy. Yeah, but it wouldn't be the same. The same thing that I would say to some man talking to my daughter crazy. Okay. Okay. A, a dude talking to my woman crazy. I'm gonna say, hey man, relax. Okay. Okay, relax. A dude talking to my daughter crazy, I'm going to say, hey, man, take your shit off, homie. <laughs> okay? Right. Take your shit off, all right? Me and you, we got, we have to settle this, okay? Because my daughter has to see how a man takes care of her. Right. All right? Well, wait a minute. That, now you're teaching that to her. You're setting an example that a man is supposed to go to blows anytime somebody says something disrespectful to her. No. And we're right back to the guy no, I'm in letting, Florida. I'm letting my daughter know. I'm letting my daughter know because she can't understand the same things a 38-year-old woman would understand. Okay? And when my daughter becomes 16 and when she becomes 26, then I'll have those conversations of this is how a man is supposed to act. But that, okay? but that Where she can the... understand. At, at, eight, at, at eight years old, I spank my daughter. At 28, I'm not spanking my daughter. I get okay? that. Yeah. So you, you have to behave differently based on how people comprehend. I expect a 28-year-old woman, a 38-year-old woman to comprehend things better than I do a 6-year-old, a 7-year-old, and an 8-year-old. I don't know about that. Why well, do I think they're more what? impressionable at eight? Yeah. You don't know about that. But listen to me. I think the lessons you show her at eight are going to be more ingrained than anything you try to tell her once she's 16 and 28. Yeah, absolutely not. Like her seeing you fighting and possibly, like in this situation, getting killed because you I'm lost not, your temple because somebody said something crazy to her. I'm like not, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm going to fight the man. Okay. Normally, you normally. 
No, I'm not gonna say. I'm not, I'm not necessarily. I'm not necessarily saying I'm gonna fight the man. Okay. okay. There could come to a point to where if yeah, if a motherfucker says something crazy like he wants to touch my daughter or some shit, yeah, I'm gonna fight the man. But if he's just talking reckless, then I'm gonna say, hey, dude, you need to come over here and apologize to my daughter. You so need to come over here. It depends okay. on. It depends on actually what's said. Okay. A nigga say anything to me and my girl. I'm gonna tell my girl, relax, dude. Let's walk away. We okay. we 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 we're not paying him no attention. That. I'm not necessarily going to say that to my daughter because she has to understand how a man behaves. And the only way she can really comprehend how a man is supposed to protect her is in a more extreme fashion because she doesn't understand words and how words work and how the thought behind words and behavior react. Uh, 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 work. I don't know that I agree with that. As a, as a, as a girl who has a daddy, <laughs> um, I, I would say... That I'm, I, I would say that my views and relationship with men were shaped way more in my earlier years than anything he could possibly tell me now. Like, for real, if he came and told me some things that contradicted stuff that I've seen him do when I was a child, I'd look at him like, really? It would completely go in and out. Yeah, because you worship your dad when you're a little girl. So everything they do is like a big deal. Whereas, like, now it's like, oh, okay. Well, see, I, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> maybe it's different with women than it is with men. Because I seen my dad do some way reckless shit as a kid. <laughs> but then as he got older, he told me, hey, man, don't do that shit. That shit was dumb. And I went, yeah, you're right. That was dumb. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> right? You had a point. What would you going to say? No, I was just saying that that, that whole idea of, of you know uh, I'm talking about the guy in Florida his son was in the car mm-hmm. and that kind of puts you in that same position like alright you're talking crazy to my daughter so here we're going to handle this differently that almost puts you in that same boat as my man because he probably felt the same way oh I got to show my son what a man does in this situation mm-hmm. and he went you know went about it wrong but that's the emotion that I think drives you into that position mm-hmm. no I, absolutely I'm not saying you go into that position without thinking I'm saying you take that position with thinking but understanding that yeah you can't just brush it off mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm saying yeah. I, I remember when I was a kid I was like 10 years old and my dad told me one time he said yeah man when, uh, the other night I had a dream somebody killed you and I killed a whole bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> and I took solace in the fact that my dad, because I knew this motherfucker was crazy. I knew, you know what? He, he gonna protect me. This motherfucker is about that life. He is gonna take, uh, anybody fuck with me, my dad coming through. I felt good about that. As a 40-year-old man, my dad tried to tell me some shit like that. I'd be like, man, you stupid. Sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> if somebody do something to me, don't 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 worry about it. Okay, you keep living your life and you keep doing what you're supposed to do. But that's what I'm saying. As you get older, you can talk to your kids differently about how to handle situations. But the, what they can comprehend when they're young is not the same things they comprehend just through life experience when they get older. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah, maybe your dad might say something different, but that's not. That's not what I've experienced, and and I just I don't feel like that's the logic that is actually happening when people are talking to their kids at a much older age about how to handle themselves in life, when when the the things that the things that you may have done with your six year old are not the same things you do with your sixteen or twenty six year old. Right. 
So I just I I think yes, gender roles, you know, are important, um, and and how we handle things, it, it absolutely you know needs to be based on the comprehension level of the people that we're surrounding ourselves with, um, <clears throat> and the age of the people we're surrounding ourselves with. Now to get back on gender roles and the importance of them. Um, I wholeheartedly believe in gender roles as far as inside of, you know, marriage or inside of relationships. Uh, men should protect and provide. Women should provide. Cook. Yes. Uh, clean. I, you know, I, I put it like this. I'm not doing shit but taking out the trash. That's it. What about mowing the lawn? Nope. Eh, I might... Mm. I was going to say something real racist right there. <laughs> <laughs> some and I think we all know what that right was. Uh, I'm going to get a gardener. Hire some help. Yeah, I'm going to hire some help. Can we hire a maid? Thank you. No. We can't hire a cook. No, we can hire a maid. Can't hire a cook. No. Nah, That's not, not a cook. Not no, a cook. not a cook. We can bring in, that means you know not a cook. We can bring in a chef <laughs> every now and then. We can bring in a chef every now and then, but I don't know. Ain't, ain't no cook cooking every day. You, Why? My, my wife needs to be cooking Why? four times cook. a week. Why? I don't know about cooking four times a week. You got to know how to cook. Why? I don't know. I can't even explain it. It's just something they <laughs> need. It's got to happen. I can't even explain yep. it. Like when I eat Why my wife's food, that tastes <laughs> better than I eat anybody else's food. Interesting. So. Because, I, because I need to know that you know how to feed your family okay so you know i know how to cook but i just got this new promotion where i gotta work 80 hours a week it's about to set us up for life the kids gonna have a college fund so we're gonna have to hire um a maid to come and cook uh what's what's your problem if i'm not if i listen if i'm not providing and you're providing i got no problem with that but if i'm providing guess what guess what i need when i get through that door Guess what I need when I get through a that home door? Meal. And you'll have that, but you know, no, 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 no. But that's <laughs> no. Then why don't I marry Sequita then? Huh? Here's the, this is the thing Maybe that women need. This is the thing that women need. To under, this is the thing that women need to understand. Okay, teachers, teachers, this is what women need to understand. I don't need you to be me. Okay, don't be me. I don't need you to be me. I'm me already. So if I'm out there earning, I don't need you to be me. I need you to be something other than me. And you know what's other than me? Hmm. Cooking. That's what's other than me. I also have okay? a vagina. That's other than you. That's, that's fine. The part. But you but but guess what? But guess but hold on, but guess that's what? But guess what? But guess what? Cooking and fucking. But guess what? <laughs> but guess what? That's not but that but that that is not that is not a that is not a trade where you're giving me something and not getting something back. Cuz I got this thing right here for you. What if though okay. you really Please fell in love with somebody and they just don't have that skill? Is that a deal breaker for that's you? That's a deal breaker for me. You okay. wouldn't get to that far if he wouldn't get that far. Though. Yeah, that's a deal breaker for me. I mean, yeah, that's a deal breaker for me. That's a deal breaker for me. You <laughs> need to know how to cook, and I need to have that plate warm and ready when I walk through so that door. So in the door. situation that I gave, okay, so you married her and she can cook. She throws down. Mm -hmm. But situations change at work where she wants to take a promotion mm -hmm. and, you know, it just would make it impossible for her to be home to cook for you. You're telling me that she would have to choose between her job and her marriage? But he's saying he's providing. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that job. It's not about need. I want to. I want then this you promotion. Wouldn't, wouldn't I've worked you. hard as hell. I've been at this. I've been an associate at this firm for all these years, and they' about to make me partner. And I you. want to. Yeah, I wouldn't have married, married you. you. I wouldn't have married you. So my, you would my, not marry a woman ambitious then? No, no I, 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 I wouldn't do that ambition. 
You can I, have ambition yeah. in all kind of arenas. Just because you're ambitious at work doesn't mean you're not ambitious somewhere else, or somebody else might be ambitious here and not at work. I want I want a wife who knows that her family comes first, meaning me. So then, yes, she would have to choose between her marriage and her job. She would have already made that decision before she married me. She would have said, oh, yeah, I'd rather be a homemaker than go out and, and slave nine to five every day doing whatever it is that I'm doing. Or yeah. Just what I'm passionate about. If you're passionate about it, you can do it part time. You can go and volunteer part time. Wow. You can you can wake up early in the morning. Right. Get that breakfast ready for me. <laughs> go out and volunteer for six hours, eight hours. <laughs> go crazy and then at five six o'clock seven o'clock when i walk through that door guess what that plate is ready it's warm it's hot listen so listen. you argue that most men think that way they do they're not gonna tell you they're not gonna tell you because, because it sounds because, sexist. because it sounds sexist because some men because some men don't got the balls to tell you exactly what they want yeah but they do they do you know you might bring other things to the table that 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 counterbalance that that say hey I'll, I'll trade off this food for some other things that you're doing that maybe I'm not doing but any man that got all his money right and and if a man got if a man got multi-million dollars right I'm not gonna X amount of multi-million dollars mm-hmm. he want that wife coming home and cooking okay <laughs> okay he like listen I got this okay you can go out and volunteer. You can go out and work, have part-time job, do whatever you want. Guess what? I want it. Any man that has more than a million dollars and won't tell his wife that is afraid. Well, we, we had a show about men with money and how their expectations are generally higher. We get that. But but the average man ain't got a million dollars. And statistically speaking, black women are out here getting it. That's, um, and, but getting that, degrees but, but, but at a higher, fa- faster rate than black men. Right. I mean, I get we're getting that. these jobs. We're, we're doing the damn thing. So... I guess my question is like, why? Why would you, as a man, be willing to if she's if she could if she gets a promotion that would set your family up and enable you to do more than your salary does? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want that? Why is cooking so important that you wouldn't want to set your kids up for college and you know do all the other things that could really help the family? That is choosing the family. We discussed that. What what, what was it? I'm I sorry. Said, I, I yeah, I said I said <laughs> if you out there, yeah, if you out no, if you out there earning, if you out there earning, I'm not. I don't have the family set up. Mm-hmm. But you out there earning, then yeah, a man's gonna say, all right, go ahead. Yeah, do what you do. Okay. But if I got the family set up, we don't need your help because mm-hmm. I got this. Then guess what? Don't be out there trying to get promotions, right. ladies. Yeah. Go, okay. Yeah, that, because, because money, because Got money, it. money doesn't change Just be people. Secretary, ladies. Okay, listen. No, but if you if money, you're at a certain level, you can you'll have assistance. You no, can no, delegate no. enough to be able to cook. Too. No, money don't change people. I'm just saying that you can money, be successful and cook at the same time. Money makes you more of I who mean. you are. <laughs> money makes you more of who you already are. If you are a philanthropist, you're gonna donate more money. The more money you make. If you are a gambler, you're gonna go gamble more money you make. It don't change who you are. It makes you more of who you are. And so when men tell women when they get a bunch of money, stay home and cook, that's because that's who we are. The only reason we didn't tell you that before. Because you didn't have nothing to stand on. We didn't have nothing to stand on. (laughs) 
Okay. We ain't had nothing to stand on. So fair enough. So if you ain't, if a man ain't got no money, he ain't got no right to tell this woman she got to stay home. And I cook. mean, he might. It might not yeah. be smart. Right. <laughs> I'm not telling you it's smart. He can say whatever the hell he wants. It might not be smart. Fair enough. Okay. Might not fair get enough. that last minute. All right. With that being said, with that being said, uh, I'm gonna get into kind of the last topic. Um, should black people put love as the top priority in relationships? I think love is the priority of any relationship. Black, white, Chinese, Asian, friendships, familial, familial relationships, romantic relationships. Love is everything. I once uh, put a lot of bills in my name with a guy that I was dealing with. I called a the uh, debt person that I had to clear, you know, mm-hmm. she was calling about our arrangement or whatever. And so I, you know, told her, like, we're breaking up and I just need to figure out this financial thing because I have this in my name and I thought it was being taken care of and he wasn't taking care mm-hmm. of it or whatever. He said he was and he wasn't. So it kind of messed me up a little bit. And you know what she said to me? She was just <laughs> like, don't ever put yourself in this situation again mm. because love does not buy groceries yeah love does sure. not pay the mortgage and love does not do all that stuff so i think you have to be balanced like i think you have to be logical and you have to be like whimsical and passionate and like have all those fuzzy feelings inside i think you need both mm-hmm. but i don't think you should just forsake your livelihood for love I agree with that, but one, I wouldn't equate love to whimsical and fuzzy feelings. Like, love is a hell of a lot more than just that. It has to do with mutual respect. It has to do with a whole lot of things. And I would venture to say that a relationship where a man would allow you to put all his bills in your name, like, that ain't love. So, I mean, yes, I totally agree. Finances are important. We've had this conversation before. I would never date a man that worked at McDonald's. Finances are important. But I still would put love. I think love is like the overarching thing that is the priority and everything else falls under it. It's not just whimsical and how you feel and fuzzy. That shit isn't even love, if you ask me. Yeah. I, um, this one is a, is a doozy for me because... Uh, as a as a culture, we we are so emotional that we don't have we, we I don't think we've you know unless we're going back to Africa we we always been basing it on how we feel and how emotional we are for for each other, mm. and <clears throat> at a certain point that runs out sometimes, um, and I think more often than not in the black culture as of late in the past you know fifty sixty years or so, we've been running on emotion and love, and the shit ain't on the whole is not working. I'm not saying we need to go to just straight arranged marriages, but um, yeah. we got to really take a step back and look at how we look at a relationship to where it's going to go to marriage, where it's going to be that type of union, because we have we have put ourselves in a tough position. And as long as we go on emotion and love, we're going to continue on starting and stopping. It's just going to get fucked up because, again, too many instances more more divorced than not you know n- not just in our culture but in general but you know i think it's even more so for for black people so we got to really take a step back and figure out how we can make that union past just love cuz mm. it's not it's just not working mm. you know like we we have too many instances of people that fall in love and and go on and have kids and Shit gets fucked up, and now you got another kid out there without a dad, you know, in the house, 
You got another single mom out there. You have another black woman out there getting, you know, stacking her wall up again because there's some more shit that she's got to overcome and, and shit getting put on her back. So um, at some point we got to, like we've been talking about, shit that we just keep doing that's not working. That's one of them. This shit ain't working. I couldn't have said that shit better myself. <laughs> we we got to get past love. That shit should be like fifth on the list. <laughs> love, love got to be it, it got to be way down there I mean we Money uh, uh, You know Family structure uh, Gender uh, Roles I mean all that shit Got to be first I mean I feel like if you Remove love from marriage And you took it for What it really is Which is a, a, a Financial and social contract Jesus. Then it, we would be We would be much <laughs> more We would be much more Successful at it because then people would know, here's what you are supposed to do, like get out there and earn. And here's what I'm supposed to do. Be at home raising these kids and cooking this food. All right. If anybody is, is in neglect on, on those d- duties, well, now we, we can we can honestly talk about why this person is not doing it, and how we can fix it. Because when you involve love, then things get all fuzzy. Th- oh, well, this don't no, mean this, and I this don't mean complete, this. No, I, I completely, no. So, okay, so you set it up financially. He gonna, he gonna make the dough. I'm gonna cook four times a week. Great. He gets in an accident at work, and he's disabled, and he can't work anymore. What's gonna make me stay? If I don't love your ass, nothing. I'm leaving and going to this other dude that got the dough and it's going to take care of me and my kids. And fuck you. I'm going to just leave you disabled, stepping out of a straw. What should make you stay is your word. It's your relationship to your word. If you give your word, like, I'm in this, and when it's marriage, it's until death do us part, sickness and the health or whatever. You said that, so you need to do it. But your word was based on the agreement being you gonna take care of us. So now your word is broken, whether it's your fault or not. So I ain't gotta stick the money. The contract broken. The end. Okay. So a, if this was a business relationship, <clears throat> you would have some type of insurance, some type of workers' comp, <laughs> or something to keep that money going in. Oh, so when you're disabled, right? I'll just kill your ass and collect the insurance. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're disabled, right? So. A, yeah, I'm still holding up my end of the agreement because I got that money still coming in. Disability I had that, insurance hold, never hold compares. Up. I had that, I, but when I had that accident insurance, I had some <laughs> type of right. insurance, yeah, that's going to keep my salary going until I get healthy or whatnot. Secondly, secondly, the same motherfucking shit happens when you do that shit for love, all right? You out here a fucking paraplegic, handicapped, can't do nothing, can't throw that dick no more. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? You over here on this dick now. Then it wasn't love. Right. But then that wasn't love. You know how fast love Not dissipates? Yeah. You, know how many, no. you know how fast love dissipates? People get divorced Mm-mm. every day. Mm-mm. Half the Mm-mm. marriages get divorced every day because people, uh, people who are so-called in love. All right. You know what marriage? What's the number you know one what? reason for divorce? You know Finance. what? Finance. You know exactly. What? You, know what? you stop making the money you said you was gonna make. I'm out. So, <laughs> so making agreements based on that is not gonna hold marriages together. I'm sorry, no, and I hate should, to get religious, hold on, hold on. but hold love on. is everything. No. I think the issue is we don't understand what the hell love is. Lo- when no. you keep co- comparing it to emotions and whimsical and fuzzy, that's not what love is. That is not what love is. I God love is love. Is, I said and if lo- you don't understand that to begin with, nah, you'll never have any I relationship. Said, I said love that is way lasting. down on the list. Second on the list is like she said, your word. 
All right. You have arranged marriages that last longer and are more successful than people who get married for love. You know why? Because they come from a culture where your word is your bond. People stick by those words. So, A, not only are they financially more healthy because one person knows what they're supposed to do. The other person knows what they're supposed to do. And that person helps out. The third person helps out. This and that. Not only do they not get divorced more because of, of infidelity, which is number two, because a lot of times those people talk to each other and go, hey, guess what? You want to try some new shit? <laughs> they're more open to new shit and different shit because they're not so in love. Those people yeah. tend to have better marriages that last longer than the people who are so-called in love because love is fleeting all right that shit comes and goes all right and people get divorced yeah. on that shit all, all the time, the time. that shit ain't Even working it's finance right? still bullshit. when they were standing up in front of the whoever they stood up in front of they were in love when finance broke it up when they said i do there was love between them I understand that. I understand that. But to say that love is the problem, I think is completely misreading the situation. Nobody said love is All the problem. All of those things that y'all say are most important, those are the problems that broke it up. And because there was no love to begin with, it fell apart. Nope, no, when you meet when you meet couples that have been together for years and years and years, they always say, we went through that. We went through infidelity. We went through b- busted finances. We went through this. We went through that. But we stayed together. We committed to each other out of love. Love is the bond. None of that other bullshit. None of that, because all of that other bullshit will break down in a marriage. It won't stay together unless there's love. Hold on. Nobody said love was the problem, okay? We said we shouldn't value it as high as we do, all right? Nobody said it was a problem. Secondly, secondly, there are tons more marriages that fail through infidelity through finance than the than the couples that make it through infidelity and through finance right, all right because it's a glove out of the less less of those less less of those less of those relationships of old people who made it through those problems were married from love than who were married from arranged marriages if you look at arranged marriages over the in the world i don't know any arranged marriages okay well that's okay well Trust me, arranged marriages (laughs) happen everywhere but in the United States. And those places that have arranged marriages have a much more success rate, have a much bigger success rate than we do here in America. Define success. 50% divorce. Oh, so you're defining success by those who quit and those who didn't. I would actually define success as people who are happily married. Like, just because we stay married, hold on, just because we stay quote unquote married on paper for 90 years doesn't therefore make a successful marriage because you was over here with old girl for 50 of those years and I was over here raising our son by myself. That's not a, a successful marriage. Just because we stayed together and didn't get a divorce. That's not a successful marriage. That is much more successful than the people who do that here and stay married. And that is much more successful than the people who get a divorce. Based on what? You're you're talking, (laughs) but what I'm saying is you're talking myth, you're talking like in the ether. You're talking like, you know, exact numbers for how many people do that here in America. Oh, I know. Who just, who just, who just get married and stay together and and are void of their family but they just stay together 
versus the people who do that in other countries who stay together. I don't know the statistics. So, so since not, you don't know I'm the sure statistics... I'm sure it's still comparable. Right. So then all that we can go on is the divorce rate because that's what we know for no, sure. No, What I know for sure are the successful, happily married people that I've spoken There's, to. It's not more of those and people who are who are I don't care if there are more marriages. or less. What I'm saying is... Well, we should. That's what the, this whole thing is no, about. No. In the, in the subset of people who have happy, successful marriages, successful right. defined as you're actually happy and want to be married, those people almost always, I don't even know if I can think of one that hasn't said that, will tell you that it all boils down to, do you love this person? Are you committed to this person? Do you want to be with this person? But you don't have any it idea. It doesn't have But you have no idea how many of those same people say that in arranged marriages because you don't know anybody in arranged marriage. You I'm just not admitted saying, that. I'm not saying it doesn't so, happen in arranged marriages. But what I'm saying is, is you can't give me love numbers. Love happens in arranged marriages. Num- you, can't, you can't give me numbers about love. I don't love. need numbers. I'm telling <laughs> you that Love is what I'm telling you. Love is what keeps marriages together. Love is what makes a successful marriage. Based on (laughs) successful marriages, no, I don't know any arranged ones. But I would venture to say that there is no difference. Just because it was arranged, you're making it sound like it was void of love. Which means I'm pulling the numbers out of my. Wait a minute. So you're saying? So you're saying just because it's arranged, there's there's no love? I would completely disagree with that. There are lots of arranged marriages where the the couple do love each other. How do you well, know? They gotta they know, are. They know each other. You don't know anybody. You grow to marriage. you can grow to love somebody. What are you, you saying? Can grow to love them. But it was an arranged marriage. They didn't love each other in the beginning. I get you, but I'm saying the fact that they became a successful, so the happily of, so married the couple of this, so the would probably of this be love. Was, should yes. black people marry for love? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. I, and my answer no. will still be yes. So 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 that's what we're talking about. I wouldn't say love exclusively. Let me say that. I am not but, saying love exclusively. Hell right. yes, all that other stuff matters and should be discussed way before you say I do. But love is the bond. Love is what makes it successful after 50 mm-hmm. years. All right. that other shit is bullshit. It will go away. We don't we 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 know that we know that we know that there are people who stay in uh, love marriages that started from love. We know that people who stay in arranged marriages, and we know the rate of people who stay married in arranged marriages is higher than the people who get married for love. We know those things to be true. Um, with that being said, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> end it there. <laughs> All right. Everything else is just fodder. Uh, I want to thank you, ladies, for coming out and doing the show with us. It went a lot longer. <laughs> Yeah. Then Sorry. we thought, jeez, the ways we did. Well, we got a lot of footage it for the first kept show. Going for real. Yeah, we got a lot of footage for the for the show. So, uh, thank you, ladies, for coming Thanks out. For us. Uh, go you. ahead and give us thank a shout out of your podcast, and then you can also tell us what the S Project is before we leave. S word. Yeah. So we have a podcast on YouTube on the Pope like Pulp Fiction, but Pulp Reports um, channel. Uh, it's called Easy Talk, E for Aaron, Z for Zakia. We talk about dating and all the foolishness with it. We have a good time. We tell y'all all our personal ups and downs, and it's dope. Tune in. Don't tune in for advice. Just tune in for entertainment and a little bit of girl talk. Right, and thank you for letting me share about the S-Word Project. It's about creating a safe space for our young people to talk about sex and relationships. They should be setting goals for themselves, and they should be striving to be happy and either in love or to develop their community. People's relationships affect our community, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that you mm-hmm. guys have this show to talk about that because it is super critical, and we've gone way too long without talking about it. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, look up the S-Word Project. It's the S-Word Project. Dot org and look out for our events and 
We're doing a, um, my birthday's coming, so you can donate on my birthday. Happy birthday. August 27th. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Thanks, ladies. Appreciate it. Thank you. I'll see you all next week. Thanks for uh, watching. Yeah. Awesome.